In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 through 6, where I'll ask the question, how do the Corinthians frighten Paul? Second Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 through 6 says, I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me, for I feel a divine jealousy for you, since I betrothed you to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Indeed, I consider that I am not in the least inferior to these super apostles. Even if I am unskilled in speaking, I am not so in knowledge indeed. In every way, we have made this plain to you in all things." Okay, so I don't think that the Corinthians are really frightening Paul in the sense of, boo, I'm scaring you, or anything like that. What I think the Corinthians are doing, and how they frighten Paul, is they frighten him with the quickness that they are willing to abandon everything that he had taught them. He is worried about the fact that this great gospel, this wonderful Christ that he has shown to them, the power of the Holy Spirit that he has given to them, that they are so quick to abandon it all in order to chase after things that are less valuable, less real, have no power. And because of this, Paul is concerned. He's concerned for the church there, that they would give up something that is pure and good for something that is less. And that's a risk that we all take. Those of us who have received the gospel, will we give it up for something that is less valuable? Well, here are three thoughts from 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 through 6, answering the question, how do the Corinthians frighten Paul? Thought number one, different Jesus. Paul says that someone will come and proclaim a different Jesus to you. And what he has noticed is that the folks who are sort of following him around as he's going from place to place and establishing churches, that they present to the folks that he has already gathered together and shared the gospel with and made believers, they are so quick to accept a Jesus that is not the one he proclaimed to them. They accept a Jesus who is different. And while we don't have that exact same experience, there are plenty of people out there who are proclaiming a Christ that is different from what we see in the Bible. And when somebody proclaims a Christ that's different from the one we see in the Bible, we have to be diligent to make sure that we are not accepting that false Christ. There are many out there, and we must defend against them. Thought number two, different spirits. I think what Paul is referencing here is a different spirit other than the Holy Spirit that indwells us as faithful believers in Jesus Christ. See, the Holy Spirit is that which empowers us to faith, to obedience, to repentance, to all of those good things that we're able to do in Jesus Christ. But Paul is worried that the Corinthian church is so apt to accept another spirit, another source of power, another principle by which they would make their way in the world. And that's something we should be paying attention to as well, because there is the Holy Spirit that indwells us as believers. But there are many spirits in this world that tempt us 
to leave the faith, that tempt us to sin against God, that tempt us to do wickedness, to damage the beautiful church of Jesus Christ. And because of that, we have to be on our guard not to adopt some other spirit other than the Holy Spirit that has been given to us by our Heavenly Father. Thought number three, different gospel. Paul is concerned that the Corinthians are willing to accept a different gospel, something other than this beautiful truth that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. That is the gospel. That all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. That it is only through him that we can be reconciled to a holy God. This is the gospel of Christianity. And so many of us are tempted by false gospels being presented to us. False ways of achieving fellowship with God. We need to be aware of that. It isn't just now, but it's all throughout the history of the church that this has been a temptation for the people of God to accept some other means by which we can have fellowship with our Creator. Well, all of those things are false. It is only through Christ that we can be reconciled as sinful creatures to our holy Creator. So we must not fall into the trap that the Corinthians were so very tempted to fall into of accepting a different Jesus a different spirit, or a different gospel. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of 2 Corinthians chapters 11 through 13. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.